everyone. It's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. I've been thinking about how we find solutions to the problems we might be facing individually in our families, communities, and in the world. It sure can seem like we're swimming in a sea of problems at times, and many of them seem to have no solution or nothing apparent or immediate. How do we deal with this and not feel that very human sense of overwhelm? How do we make strides to resolution and healing rather than feeling powerless and upset or at the very least uncomfortable and unsatisfied? Well, the saying came to me to focus on the solutions, not on the problems themselves. So I think it first does start with that understanding that there is a solution, that awareness that a problem may transfix us and feel absolutely solid is something we are stuck with or stuck in, is not the fact. We may feel another may be able to solve our problem, but we certainly can't. We don't have the understanding or the resources to fix the problem. So the problem remains in our thought and it cages us in despair, concern, or maybe resignation. The problem consumes us and surrounds us. It takes over our lives. And when we're so fixed on that problem, there's hardly room for the solution. And when we try to find one, we come up short or we do have a possible solution. We can't believe it's big enough for our problem. Einstein is quoted as saying, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Now, we may not feel responsible personally for creating our problems, but the problems that we're dealing with come in some way from a mindset that is limited or limiting rather than a mind that is open to answers, awake to something more powerful and right and healing. Einstein likely used that higher, more inspired mind to come up with his amazing equations and discoveries in the workings of physics. He wasn't trying to fix a problem with what made up the problem, but with something above and beyond that. Author Anne Lamott says, The solution is always spiritual, and it almost never has anything to do with the problem. When I think about that quote and the way it speaks to me, that's an open invitation to discovery and to grace. It's taking that thing that appears as trouble and saying, hey, tell me more. What do I need to see and know and be? How can this trouble even not only have a solution, but have something that helps me beyond fixing the problem at hand, that opens me up in some new way? To ask those questions is also to let go of the problem itself. Maybe we identify it see it as the task at hand, but we don't look at all the reasons for the trouble, but awake to the awareness that there is a solution. We have a right to know it. And as one saying goes, that that solution is already within us. And the way there is to empty your thoughts and allow the solution to visit you. That's an anonymous quote. Emptying our thoughts gives us space for angels to come in for those inspired voices already within us, which are ready to be heard and to lead to solutions, when we first begin by entertaining the trust that they can bring us solutions, 
That's trusting a greater power than what created the problem and also trusting ourselves enough to believe that we can hear that answer and respond. Einstein also reportedly said, when the solution is simple, God is answering. I find that's often the case. The thing that seems so complex and unmoving has a simple solution, often found in my own prayer and released to God. And the very thing that kept me tied up in knots just dissolves into an answer that almost seems obvious, except that it wasn't. The Bible shows what it means to be listening for answers, for a voice outside ourselves and others. And they're often more discouraging opinions, actually, than we may even have ourselves. Isaiah 30, 21. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it, when ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left. Sometimes we can't hear the right answer, a perfect solution right away even. Patience and persistence might be needed. But you know, even that is a solution. Patience is a choice and uses a more spiritual quality. Patience is still living in expectation instead of in a state of fear or frenzy. Persistence shows strength, resolve to get the answer, to know that there is one and to be committed to finding it. That may sometimes be an ego-based sort of push for answers, but it's getting out of the mindset of problems and into a conviction that the problem can be solved. The focus on solutions rather than problems can help us see, too, that the very thing that may trouble us, those things may be opportunities to grow in some way, to learn something we didn't know before, to move in a different direction. I can't tell you how many disappointments that left me feeling stuck and discouraged have, with just a little pause for reflection, or maybe a longer pause for reflection, they've been blessings that opened the way as I was ready to listen and follow to really wonderful things that either were human steps that led to something good or were spiritual discoveries that were extremely meaningful and progressive. That came from the problem, but looking for a solution. Let's do our best to focus on solutions and the source of them, that divine source, and be a participant in the solution in our own lives and for our world as well. Hope that was helpful. I am still working on this myself, so I needed the reminder and thought I'd share some thoughts with you guys. Thanks for listening. Let me know if you have any questions or would like to talk more. You can contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. See you next week.